Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. The world. Vegas fenced. We had a little issue on the last show. Blog Talk Radio decided to reinvent their website during my show. Sorry about that, peep. I tried four times last night. Ended up about five in the morning. I hung up on the last show, stopped it, deleted it. We're going to start all over. I was cursing so loud, my cat went and ran up a tree. We got a great show tonight. You ever saw the movie Rudy about the Notre Dame football player? No, he's not on the show, sorry. You got me, but I'm reminded of the cliche when they ask him as he's walking through the tunnel, are you ready, camp? And he said, I've been waiting for this my entire life. This is a show I've been waiting for my entire life. I got my A game tonight, Pete. Vegas fans, sales and marketing behind the eight ball. And by the way, we are thumping ass in terms of listeners. I'll talk about that after theme music plays. Sales and marketing behind the eight ball. The only sales and marketing show that continues to tell it like it is, not the way you always heard it should be. Back at you in a sec. got a technician that can uh, figure out how to work the buttons. What's up, Blog Talk Radio and the world? Vegas fans coming at you, Florida live. Sorry they put the uh, start date of the show on the 7th. It should have been the 6th, so we're rolling here on the 6th. 12.30, the witching hour. This is the offline gold part 2 that should have been up there last night. But due to technical difficulties caused, I think, by Blog Talk Radio switching over to this new format, Vinny wasn't able to get the information to you. Anyway, doesn't matter. We're back. And again, we got our A game tonight. This is going to be a great show. This is a great show for anybody interested in consulting um, in general. I want to give some major props before we get started to um, a couple people. First, I want to thank uh, Jill in, I want to make sure I got this right, Nashville, Tennessee. I couldn't read the Nashville part there, sweetie, sorry. Jill in Nashville, Tennessee, who sent Vegas Vince a bottle of Crown Royal. Now, there is a chick with some class. I'm going to bust it open here during the show, sweetie. Thank you. Peace, love. I really appreciate it. For real. 
I want to take some time to give props out to probably the best information form on the entire net when it comes to consulting and more specifically the offline gold niche, and that would be my man K.O., Keith O., over at localbizbuilders.com. I got the link right below here. Check it out. The dude is great. These guys work their ass off over there. Him and his underboss, Vince Runza. They really actually care, and they're a lot more patient with people than I am. I pick up a lot of great information over there. I appreciate you plugging the show, Keith. The numbers, by the way, I'm proud to say are off the chain. This show has literally been on, I think, for about less than three weeks. We have already broken the top ten on Block Talk Radio in the business category. And by the way, we didn't do it with any help from Block Talk Radio. They didn't feature us. We did it the old-fashioned way. We earned it. You don't think uh, they're going to ever feature this show, do you? Probably not. That's okay. We don't need them to. We keep getting the listeners. We've had over 800 listeners in the last two days. Staggering. I knew when we started this that this show was different, that it would be original, it would be unique. I just didn't know if there was going to be an audience for it. You know, again, 95% of the population is, consent, is content rather to do what the next guy does, play it safe. Percentage players die busted too, folks. You know, you got one hand and one foot on your dream and the other in the quicksand, and you wonder why life is slapping you every day. That's what playing it safe does. Glad to know there's people out there who have a dream and are willing to shoot for it. Appreciate it. Let's talk about consulting. Let's talk about offline gold. You know, to summarize the first two shows, um, I was trying to think of a short version, and I think I found one. It goes like this. When you can walk into the office of a prospective client that you have never met, that you've never even communicated with other than maybe you know, a cursory phone call to set the meeting up, and you can walk in there and you can show him that you have greater insight or equal insight into his marketing as he does, there's a pretty good chance you're going to do business. And if he doesn't do business with you, so what? His loss, move on to the next guy, preferably his competition. That is what I'm trying to teach when I say do a little advance work. Because when you can come in and show someone that you have done your homework, it blows them away. It shows that you're credible, shows you know what the hell you're talking about. Makes them feel a lot better when they're writing you the check, too, by the way. Let's talk about why they hire you. I'm going to repeat it. There is only one reason a business owner hires a consultant, and it isn't your warm and fuzzy personality. At least in my case, it doesn't work that way. They hire you for what? To show them the money. If a client hands me a check for $5,000, he's not doing it because he wants me to show him $5,000 in return. He's looking for 50. He's looking for 100. That's the way it is. And if you think you're in 
the autoresponder business, you need to get back to reality. You are in the show your client the money business, period. Too many people, and I'm seeing it on the Warrior Forum, I wrote the post, controversial, got a hate letter for it, that's okay, got seven or eight other people who got it, put props up there, thank you guys, I know that took some guts. But the fact of the matter is, people make this so difficult when it's so fundamentally simple. If you remember the fact that you are in business to make your client money, all the rest of the stuff becomes a lot easier. Now, how do, you, how do you help a client out? How do you get him to grow his business and make more money? Well, it's fairly simple. There's a couple ways you go about it. A, you increase the number of his prospects. B, you increase the conversion ratio of prospects to clients. C, increase the overall value of the client, and that can be done a couple different ways. It can be done through some upsell opportunities. It can be done through frequency of purchase. Now, if you did each of those and increased each of those little pillars I just talked to you about by 10%, you have literally grown your client's business for him in terms of growth by 33%. That's a third. That's pretty awesome. Increase each of them by 20%. You have now grown his business by over 72%. Do the math. That's pretty awesome. And when you break it down like that, it's also very doable. One of the things this show is going to talk about tonight is the advanced preparation that you need to do before you start uh, getting into this business. Uh, you need to start focusing again on what we just talked about. A, it's all about making the client money. And then you need to focus on doing advanced work so when you go and actually speak to a client, you're not babbling. You've got your facts down. You've done your research. You've got your game plan ahead of time. Okay? When you approach a client, you're always looking to find his strengths and weaknesses. If you do your job right, you found them before you even speak to him. You want to find out about the competition. That's your job as a consultant, by the way. Your job is to obliterate the competition, out-hustle them, out-maneuver them, take their keywords, take their Google rankings, and while, while you're at it, take their hopes and dreams, too, because you know why? That's my job. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make my client money. That's what I do. Now I'm going to talk to you about a certain client that I am really looking forward to working with. They are a major player in the cosmetic dental surgery uh, field here in Florida. I'm not going to use the name of the company. Um, obviously, I'm looking forward to working with them, um, and I'll probably have a non-disclosure. But I'm going to hit you with the basics here. This is a little advanced work I've done. Um, the first thing I noticed about this company was their advertising. They've got a really cool little ad that runs in the Sunday paper down here. Remember I told you about the Sunday paper. Headline goes like this, dental implants, and right below it it says teeth in a day. It's got two little pictures, color of what appears to be 
someone with really, really bad teeth. Wow. Next to it, it's in, and above that, it's got a little caption that says, do your teeth look like this? And, I mean, these look like uh, mangled messes. Next to it, it says, do you want your teeth like this? And I'm looking at pearly whites, look like they're Carmen Electras. It's a compelling, compelling little ad, and I don't like most of the advertising I see. It then has a call to action in it, which is also important. It says, free dental implant seminar, January 9th, January 23rd. And by the way, I've already studied their marketing uh, process. I've done my research on that. Basically what they, this company does is they run space ads, and they use that to generate leads or appearances at this live seminar that they do in Central Florida. Um, my only knock on this particular ad is the headline, again, is feature orientated. It doesn't have the USP. Um, they would be far better off with something along the lines of a beautiful new smile in a day. Um, that's stuff that we're going to work on for them. As I was doing the perusal of the Sunday paper, I also noticed another ad. Interestingly enough, it's by the same company, just different name. Same company, same building, same location. This one here, and Dr. K, if you're listening, no offense, brother, because I, uh, I know you got a little alliance to uh, Florida University. Go Gators. I'm right with you. We're going to whoop some sooner ass tomorrow night, I hope. You and I are going to get along just fine. But anyway, the problem with this particular ad is there is no headline. It is a list, and I kid you not, of features introducing new Katura laser, pearl laser resurfacing, Titan laser procedure, 3D skin re uh, rejuvenation, et cetera, et cetera. It goes on like that. Now, I know Vince isn't a rocket scientist when it comes to plastic surgery, but I'm guessing a whole hell of a lot of people wouldn't know what the hell this ad was even about. It speaks to no one. Unfortunately, it doesn't even have a call to action. It does have a website. We'll get into the website here in a minute. Uh, the website's different than the other, uh, the dental implant one. Same company. So I'm guessing as I'm looking at this that there is probably a couple uh, services that they provide and I'm hoping that they're cross-promoting these two services because I'm assuming that someone that would be in the market for dental implants could very well be in the market for skin rejuvenation. It would make sense. If they're not doing it, they should, and they will once I get on board. Um, let's look at the strengths. Um, when I go to the website, I am struck by the credibility of it. I'm struck by the content of their website. Unfortunately, that's about where it ends, or that is where it ends. Unfortunately, their website, how do I put this, does not even remotely accomplish the objective of why you have a website. It has no lead capture system. It has no call to action. It is a very well-done brochure that is very credible for those who are lucky enough to find it. And based on the search rankings, that's going to be real hard. This is something that I'm going to tear apart 
this is something where, in terms of increasing prospects, we're going to blow it out of the water. Because, like I said, we are going to we're going to attack this full force. This is an easy fix here. This is something we can do in a couple weeks. Look forward to it. I got one of the best SEO guys in Florida. He's going to chop at the bit to work on this. But again, the traffic that they may be getting, I can't even see. Uh, I don't see how they're. Uh, I don't see how they're giving them any reason to stick around. Unfortunately, the competition is pounding them in terms of the web. I'm going to show you an example. I had uh, my girl Carly actually do some research on this. I'm going to give you a website right now. You guys can check this one out. This is an example of a client-centered, incredible, hard-hitting, simple website that does what it's supposed to do, and that is anyone interested in dental implants that goes to this site is going to get sucked in. And the name of it is ImplantDentistryOfOrlando.com. That's Implant Dentistry, D-I, excuse me, D-E-N-I-S-T-R-Y of Orlando, O-R-L-A-N-D-O.com, run by a Dr. Lisa Peters. She's in Orlando, by the way. She's close to my prospective client. Fortunately, she's not right in his backyard right now. But the fact of the matter is I'm not scared, scared of Lisa Peters either. I do a plotter. She's got a kick-ass site. But when I'm done, I'm taking her keywords. I'm going to take her Google ranking. I'm going to take her customers. I might even take a couple of her dreams, like I said, because that's my job. But I want to, I want to give you people a chance to see what I consider to be a really, really effective direct response site in this particular niche. If you're dealing with um, cosmetic dentists in your own area, this is a blueprint as far as I'm concerned. I'm not going to go through it. You can check it out for yourself. Again, it's ImplantDentistryOfOrlando.com. It rocks. Um, what else? We talked a little bit about the ad. This is an ad they've been running quite a bit. Again, I like the ad. I think we need to uh, tweak it a little bit. And another thing, one of the most important things you consultants need to start doing is, is really creating a compelling USP if the client doesn't have one. And more importantly, this USP needs to be integrated into every facet of marketing the client is engaged in. That's your job. And I'm not just talking about the ads or the yellow pages. I'm talking about the way the friggin' receptionist answers the phone. And by the way, if you're a business owner out there and you have a receptionist that resembles Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest, you need to get rid of her. Get rid of her. I know, I know she's probably family. Well, then get her a job at the DMV. I think they actually promote you over there for being rude. But she's hurting your business. I'm not talking about this particular client I'm dealing with. I'm saying in general. I walked into an office the other day, uh, drop off some tax returns. Receptionist looked like she had just killed her parents. Mean, nasty, bitter. One of them chicks who scare little kids and probably does. So, again, in terms of a USP, 
in this case, I think a good USP just off the top of my head. And again, that the USP should be what you're selling. These guys are not selling dental implants. I hate to break it to them. They're selling the fountain of youth. They're selling the in destination. The, the dental implants are just a train ride to the destination. What is the destination? It's the fountain of youth. It's a beautiful new smile. It's looking 20 years younger. So, you know, because women get the midlife crisis too. You know, we guys, we want to go out and buy the DeLorean so we can, you know, feel like we're back in the 80s. At least I did. The USP has got to be integrated into every single thing they do. The advertising has got to be client-centered. And again, Dr. K, I like the ad. And by the way, going back to that ad, Dr. K looks at least like a nice guy, somebody you'd let in your house. Some of these doctor ads I see, again, they look like they're just waiting to pull the pliers out and start yanking on you. This guy's got a, you know, a smile on his face. Um, it's a decent picture. To the right of it, you've got a picture of what appears to be kind of a Vogue model. But again, where is the benefit? Where's the headline? There's nothing. I can give you right now, Dr. K. I'm going to go ahead and do this at no charge, too. I'm going to go ahead and just come up with one off, off the top of my head. Instead of uh, the name of your company up there, how about, uh, let's see, how about a beautiful, younger-looking you? You know, that registers with people. Then you can go ahead and give them the features. What else? We're going to get into the ethics of a consultant as well and my personal uh, guarantee uh, that I use, but uh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, as a consultant, your other job is to leverage the existing assets your client has. When a, when a client writes you a check for $5,000, he is not looking for you to call him back in two days and say, oh, by the way, Steve, we need you to write another check for 8000 for this bigger ad we're going to do. You know what? Those of you who do this are not going to last in this business. A good consultant goes in, checks every single possible asset that already exists in the business. And when I mean assets, I'm talking things like customer databases. What do they do with the, the customers that they don't close? Do they try to reactivate them? What do they do with their current customers? Are they trying to uh, upsell them any other services? What are they doing, you know, in terms of uh, lead generation? Are they doing the same old stuff? Do they, got, you know, do they have an educated sales staff? One thing I liked about this particular website, other than, I mean, in terms of the content, is when you get there, you are positively assured that this particular company is probably the best in the state of Florida at what they do. That's a real plus. The only problem is they're not going to find them because they're going to be over at uh, Dr. Peter's site. That's a problem. They are, they are literally getting their ass handed to them in, in terms of uh, a lack of web presence. But the, the exciting thing for me as a consultant is that's one of the easiest things to come in and stop the bleeding on. And I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to taking on the other uh, you know, competitors in the area too. They're going to hate me. They're going to wish they had hired me when I'm done. Um, in any case, you want to look at also positives and strengths about your company. Again, I just bashed the site, but I also see the positives. That is, they're very credible. These, these particular doctors, or surgeons rather, are uh, extremely qualified. 
incredible resumes. And they're probably the best in the world at what they do. Their marketing just needs some help. But that's why they bring in Vegas Vince. Um, one of the things they do that I really like, and I'm guessing, I'm just taking a wild shot on this, wouldn't shock me if they had, had actually a Dan Kennedy-trained consultant at some time or another, because they do the two-step sales approach. They run the ad, you know, teeth in a day. And by the way, guys, there's another reason you need to change your headline. Dental implants, you know, I, I asked 10 people in my restaurant over the last couple of days, hey, what about dental implants? They think they're false teeth. You're not selling false teeth here. We we got to get that's, – that's a problem with that whole dental implant thing. Oh, I don't need false teeth. I happen to know Mariah Carey, who's a pretty hot singer, actually had some dental implants put in. So this is not something that's just tailor-made for the old people either. But going back to what I'm talking about as far as their sales process, they do a space ad. It's a, it's a call to action. It gets them in for a live seminar, at which point – I assume they attempt their first close. Now, I'm curious what they do, again, with the actual live bodies that don't, you know, end up writing a check that day. This is something I'm going to have to figure out. I'm going to have to figure out the demographics. I, I also want them to start thinking globally. Um, research I've done in this market is that people that can afford dental implants got some money or they got damn good insurance. This is not a cheap procedure, by the way. This is not, this is not going to your family dentist and getting you know, your teeth whitened. This is some, this is some bling bling you got to come up with. And my point is that people that have the money to do this service have the money to fly. They have the money to fly to sunny Florida, maybe with their husband while he plays golf and bass fishes. Hint, hint. We did a little promotion years ago when I was consoling for one of those hair restoration companies in Las Vegas. And he had come to me, and he's looking for some, you know, expand the customer base, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and that was, it was one of those restorations, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Nowadays, you got Bosley, and it's actually your own hair, I guess. But back then, it was like one of these skin cap things, and they put it on you, and then you have to come back for follow-ups. And what I basically told him is I said, look, this is, this is Vegas, baby. This is the, you know, adult playground. This is Sin City. I said, you start doing mailings to the, to the husband, because this was primarily for men, and I said, you make sure that the wife gets a ticket, you fly them both down. Now, I'm not going to go through all the details of how we did this, but I'm going to just tell you something. We had people from Wyoming, New York, New Jersey, a lot of people from Minnesota, because let's be honest, a, a Midwestern wife isn't going to let the old man go down to Vegas and get his hair done, or in the guise of getting his hair done, and leave her back on the farm. She going too. So while Mama's playing the slot machine, Dad's getting his hair done. He getting that you know receding hairline filled in, and it worked. Florida's a great state, sunshine state. There's a lot of cold people up in uh, the Midwest right now that would probably like to come have their teeth fixed. Now, if it was worth $15,000 to you, maybe it would behoove you to buy a plane ticket for dear old dad. Let him come, too. Just an idea. Um, what else are we going to talk about here? Man, I'm feeling good tonight, guys. I am feeling good tonight. Um, one of the things I'm going to do for this company, we're going to do some massive press. Um, I got trained... <laughs> 
this is probably why I'm so good at publicity. Uh, professional wrestling. One of my clients is actually Larry Zabisco, uh, wrestling's living legend. God, he's been around 35 years. Any of you old school wrestling fans know who I'm talking about, the living legend Larry Zabisco, guy who sold out Shea Stadium in 1980 against Bruno Sammartino. Um, I learned publicity right from that street level in wrestling because there is not another entity in the world that can spin height better than the guys who promote wrestling. Sprung right out of the carnival. You know, I know what works as far as what's newsworthy and what's not. What's, you know, I know what kind of press releases that get dumped in the garbage. And basically the whole, the whole key of a press release is a hook. I mean, I did a whole show on, if you, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to uh, Celebrity Hijacking. It's one of the best things you'll ever hear on, uh, on how to get free publicity. But in this case, I'm looking at this business, dental implants, and, you know, to the average guy, oh, that's boring, nobody's going to get No, see, I think outside the box. One of the things I'm looking at right off the bat is let's combine a little free press with some really good community image marketing. How do we accomplish it? Well, one way you could do it, and believe me, if you watch the Oprah show, they do it a lot. You know, when those guests come on and, you know, give away something, you think they're doing that out of the goodness of their heart? Well, maybe some of them. No, they're doing it because they got an Oprah. Hate to break it to you. I'm talking about this might be a good opportunity to uh, find a uh, charity that, you know, maybe a battered woman's shelter, maybe a single mom that's, you know, recently had a car accident. She's got a couple kids. And you go in, you do the service for her. Does it cost you something? Yeah, it costs you your time, I guess. What's, what's the return on investment? I don't even want to tell you how much money it will cost you to buy the publicity you're going to get. And by the way, the 6 o'clock news shows up for free. I've done it, and I don't care what kind of business it is. I think this fits real good in that, in that particular uh, uh, dental implant niche, though. Sponsorship, same type of deal. Figure out who your target audience is. Figure out what clubs or associations or charity that they comprise and do a little sponsorship. It doesn't have to be a lot of money. Most of the stuff that I talk about and teach and implement does not require the client to spend any more existing money. And I sure as hell don't recommend them spend more money on advertising, and uh, especially this one ad. Wow, we need to get that thing pulled. Sorry, Dr. K, but you've got to fire your copywriter. Um, let's talk about ethics as far as consulting. Um, this is a question that came up um, by email about a week ago, and I didn't get to it on the last show. If you are working with a client, and I'm going to use this as an example, in the cosmetic uh, dental implant field, you only work with one, people. It's unethical to go out and find another one. It just is. It's not right. It's, just, it's the equivalent of a defense attorney working with the, you know, the snitch and the defendant, you just don't do it, don't do it, it's counterproductive, it's immoral, it's unethical, and it's just wrong, even on a street level, it's just wrong, don't do it. Now, that, does that mean you can't go out and find a family dentist, you know, client? No, not at all, in fact, it's a good thing, because that's another thing that I'm going to look to uh, do for this particular client, it's called strategic alliances, it's called trading databases, a lot of uh, you know, family dental practices 
have clients that come in and need the service of these guys here um, up in Lakeland. Problem is, it's beyond the scope of their expertise. We're going to set up a, a, an arrangement where we swap customer bases. By the same token, my clients may have services they prefer to farm off to somebody else. These are things we're going to find out. So, again, think in terms of always being outside the box. Don't always go for the obvious stuff. I mean, you can find gold for your clients in so many different ways it's not even funny. It's not rocket science. And, again, you know, I've done – uh, you know, I've done some preliminary research on their website. You know, if, if we want to get specific here, I can tell you that they have absolutely no keywords on their website that indicate they are located in the state of Florida. They have absolutely no keywords whatsoever that indicate what city they're located in. In fact, they have about six keywords, period, and not one of them is really particularly relative to dental implants other than dental implants. That's scary. But the good news is that's easily fixable. When you type in Dental Implants Florida into a Google search engine, they don't show up anywhere. But guess who does? Yeah, she does. And so does everybody else. That's easily fixable. And by the way, I checked out her keywords. She's got enough keywords you could wallpaper a house with. Oh, by the way, I got them all. Sorry, that's the way it goes. I'm going to get the best keywords, period. That's just one small facet of what we're doing. But when you find the best at what they do, if you can't join them, take it from them. It's legal. Again, it isn't about making friends. It's about making your clients money. So what do I see? I see huge potential huge upside in terms of taking this company to another level just on the internet side of it. And you know me, I'm, I'm usually the other way. I'm usually like downplaying the internet. In this case, these guys can increase their prospects significantly. And we're going to do it quickly too. We're going to do the press releases, the generic ones. We'll turbo blast just to get some backlinks, do some articles. We're going to do all that stuff. But then I'm actually going to set up one or two major press campaigns for them. I am probably going to include a completely new website, and I'm going to include it in my fee. I'm going to have a, a client-sucking flytrap. I'm going to have something that's going to kick that other site's ass, something that's going to trumpet and bump it. We're going to get these guys indexed big time, and I'm looking forward to it. We're going to look at strategic alliances. We're going to look at ways to reactivate past customers. We're going to look at ways to quickly increase conversion rates. And by the way, here's another little something I'm going to throw out there. I'm going to give these guys a lot of information right here on this show, even if they choose not to hire me. You guys have a seminar. That's basically your modus operandi in terms of closing prospects starts with the ad, then it's a seminar. There is absolutely no reason that you do not have that seminar videotaped and in a format where it can be digitally downloaded 
by anybody at any time outside of Florida, if you want to do it that way. But, it, you know, for all intents and purposes, that particular seminar could be a 24-7, 365 day a year salesman working for you. And I don't know why they're not doing it. I don't know if they're currently working with a consultant. Again, I'm doing this all blind, guys. I'm doing it all cold. I'm just trying to show you that just the little bit of research I've done, you can uncover a lot of stuff that's helpful for your client. So when you actually go to meet them, you've got a good grasp of what's going on. Take the time. Do what Keith, Keith really, I mean, that was a simple thing, and I should have known about it. I didn't even pay attention to it. That's something, I mean, we all can learn. I mean, I, I consider myself legendary in the consulting field. Because I'm not one of these guys out there trying to sell a $99 autoresponder. I wouldn't do that. Don't need to. But we can all learn things from each other. And, and that little tip he gave about going to the competitor's site or the prospective client's site and hitting the source button and finding the keywords or lack thereof, that's gold. You know, that, that's strong, especially when you're, when, you're, when you're sizing up your competition. I mean, no wonder these poor guys aren't anywhere on the net. And, I mean, they are really, I mean, it's bad. And, again, it's not because their site itself sucks. Their site has a lot more content than most. It just doesn't do the job. It, it doesn't accomplish the only objective a website should have, a call to action and, and, and a lead capture. You know, it's kind of, I mean, now, with that said, we still have to get them, you know, get them ranked, but that's not going to be difficult. Um, in fact, it's going to be fun. Like I said, I got an SEO guy who just, he, he, he just walks in and says that that'll be fun, done. He already looked at it. We're going to crush these competitors. I enjoy doing it too. I, I hate to say it. I, I, when, I, when I'm on the team with somebody, I am so stone cold focused on obliterating, out hustling, out maneuvering everybody else. You know, I, I think if you sum up what I do and why I'm good at what I do and why any great consultant is good at what they do, it's because we work harder. We out-hustle. We work smarter than our competition would even bother dreaming of. You know, that really is what it comes down to. My competition isn't focused on me. They're focused on their day, you know, day-to-day business. You know, that allows a consultant who's got half a brain to come in and just, you know, you know, ruffle some feathers, shake things up. That's what we're going to do. Again, we talked a little bit about the ethics. Do not take on two clients in the same niche in the same state. Please don't do it. And I don't care what anybody tells you. It's just wrong. If I end up working with this particular uh, company here in Central Florida, they will be my only one. Um, in terms of guarantee, now I know everybody has a different one. I think I got the strongest one in the industry because, to be honest with you, I'm not scared. Um, I saw one pretty good one. At least I thought it was, and then I started thinking about it, and I started laughing. I got an email from a consultant a long time ago. I was checking out his uh, sales page. Um, it said something like X amount of result in 90 days or we'll work for you for free. And I started laughing. It reminds me of the old boiler room selling sports picks. Our game of the year, if we don't win, we'll give you the rest of the season for free. Well, by then the guy's broke. 
Why would he want your Monday night pick after you busted him out? Well, I'm thinking about this guarantee this guy has, and I'm thinking to myself, well, wait a minute. If I pay you $5,000 and you can't do the job, why would I want to keep your ass around for free? Because most likely you're going to do a worse job. Does that make sense to anybody, or is that just me? Anyway, my guarantee is pretty simple. Um, client who takes me on gets absolutely positively the results they want within four months, or I refund my entire fee, period. That's it. Not scared either. Now, I would not advise you guys just, how do I put this, offer that guarantee up to just any Tom, Dick, and Harry. One of the reasons it works well for me is because I'm careful and selective of who I work with. I mean, I'm not – one out of five businesses is probably – I guess that's 20%. I'd say one out of five businesses that contact me are probably a business that even fits my criteria. And it doesn't mean the other four are bad people or anything. It just means I have a certain criteria I use. Um, I have never had a problem with it. I've never had a client come back and ever take me up on the guarantee. I don't think I've ever had an issue – where anybody was was unhappy. Uh, I think what you have to do as a consultant is, you you are working for the for the uh, business owner, but you're also working with them, and they have to understand that as well. And the fact of the matter is, if you do what you say you're going to do, you're not going to have any issues. Um, and again, don't sell theory out there, guys. These guys uh, in the business world, believe me, I'm one of them. I've got a restaurant right now. I've owned uh, enough brick and mortars in my life that you could uh, fill the ocean with. Some very successful, some I'd rather forget about, but nonetheless, um, don't try to slick and out-hustle them. Come in with a blueprint. Put it in a FedEx envelope. Do a blog talk radio show. Just don't compete with mine because I'll smack you in the ratings, but... Show them the money, give them some ideas, and go out and implement it. The beautiful thing about this whole offline niche that I really love, guys, seriously, is you can really help people with this stuff. And, you know, Vegas Vince is an altruistic. I want to get paid for what I do. But it is really, really cool when you can walk into a business and make some changes that end up making, in this case, I'm guessing probably several hundred thousand dollars worth of additional income. I'm looking to make for this business, and it's, and it's so simple. But it's hard sometimes as a business owner when you're looking in, looking in. Um, I've found that to be the case a lot of times when, you know, you're stuck behind the bar and you've got purveyors dropping off seafood and you've got waitresses calling in with excuses of why they can't show up, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, the, the, the night girl stealing out of the till. I mean, I've seen it all. It's hard to sit back and say, man, this is what we need in order to grow the business. And it's not selling them theory. When I walk in and do my meeting with these nice folks up in Central Florida, I'm going to have the blueprint right in hand. I'm going to give them my phone number. I'm going to sit down and take about 30 minutes, get all the specifics, fill in the blanks, demographics, uh, database information, current marketing conversion ratios, all that stuff, and I'm going to go to work. And if they want to call me at 4 in the morning to bitch about something, hey, I'm going to pick the phone up because I'm 24-7. That's how you got to do it. 
Now, in exchange for that, you should get paid well. You know, I, I think that if you provide value, you should get value. And those of you who underprice yourself are not doing yourself a favor in terms of, you know, financial benefit, but you're also hurting your credibility. I mean, I don't sit around and negotiate too much on price. I mean, this particular client, i got to kind of crunch the numbers. I'm going to do a website for him, too. I'm going to have the best guy in Florida put it together. He's also my SEO guy. It's going to be a site. And they're going to see results immediately, so I'm not even worried about it. I'm probably going to charge 6000 Six, six to seven thousand. I gotta get with uh, gotta get with Leo to find out uh, what the site's gonna be. But guess what? I'm not gonna come back in two weeks and say you gotta give me another thousand for this or that. That's it. I'm a one fee guy. That's how you should be. Do the job, move along. If I don't do the job, here's your money back. You gotta put your money where your mouth is. So in any case, I I hope I've given you some ideas. Uh, this was a fun show. Um, again, this particular company, um, I, I talked about some of their strengths. Uh, again, credibility. I mean, if I had to have dental implants done, these are the only guys I'd go to. I mean, it, period. The problem is nobody's going to know about them unless they start increasing. I mean, I'm not saying that they're doing poorly because I think they're doing well, but, boy, they're missing about 40% of the market right now, and it's exciting. I'm just chomping at the bit to jump in there. Um weaknesses as we said the website there's no organic listings there's no searches it's just sitting there like a uh, block of ice waiting to melt in the sahara desert sorry but it is um i do like the two-step dan kennelly style promotion bring them into the live seminar kind of pre-qualifies that's good but again we need to figure out what they're doing to follow up that'll be fun i enjoy doing stuff like that i'm good at it um, we need to develop and integrate the USP immediately. Um, what else? We're going to get into strategic alliances and press and everything else as well. But to be honest with you, if I did nothing more for these guys than just take care of the Internet stuff, I'm going to increase their business 15 to 20%. And by the way, when you go in to get this service, like I said, it's not cheap. I don't know what the margins are, but I'm going to find that out. Um, looking forward to it. Like I said, this uh, Dr. K, um, him and I are going to get along anyway. He's a Gator fan. You know, he's a Florida Gator fan, it looks like. I mean, anybody who teaches at that school has to be a fan or they'd run you out of the joint. Um, any, any, anything else anybody's got, please just let me know. Uh, I'm around, you know. Vinny's always here, and uh, you guys have my email address. I have gotten a lot of... Uh, a lot of nice emails from people. Got some hate mail, too, on the Warrior Forum. I love that. I uh, got hate mail from some guy who called himself Silly Rabbit, who said something about a prostitute selling brownies. I, the guy was obviously, I'm, I, I, that was kind of funny. I, I'm still not sure what the hell he's talking about. Uh, then some guy named Pete who put a thank you. After this horrific post, the guy called me every name in the book. It was funny. But remember what I told you about haters, people. If you got two haters, make it a goal to get ten more. That's all I got for you tonight. We're going to be back. I'm going to let you know how this little consult goes. Um, this may be an ultra-conservative uh, company. They may listen to this show and say, holy Christ, we can't have that guy around. But I'm hoping that they can you know, read between the lines and understand that 
the only objective is to make money, and I'm going to make them money, and I'm not looking to get invited to the office Christmas party. So, you know, it'd probably be worth their, you know, their time to uh, at least take a chance on Vegas fans. I think they will. Um, I'll be by, hopefully, this week to pick up the check from them. Look forward to just thumping Mrs. I got a wonderful site, Dr. I got to see her name again here because this is a lady I'm going to really be going after. She's not direct competition, but we're going to we're going to use her as kind of a guide. I gave you the site already, Dr. Lisa Peters. Dr. Lisa Peters, I'm coming after you, sweetie. Anyway, may you live to see the dawn. May all your dreams come true. May you always remain forever young. And thank you again to localbizbuilders.com, the best damn offline gold form out there. Minus the upsells, hint, hint. And uh, thank you all to, you, to my loyal listeners. I don't even know what to say, guys. Uh, again, this show has uh, exceeded every expectation I ever had. I'm glad to know that uh, there's an audience for this. Um, as far as you haters, hey, get over it and ask me if I care. Take care, everybody. Go get them. Continued success in all your ventures. Peace. <laughs>